So your question of how do I know if I can retire, I'm going to assume you mean how can I stop working, but I'm going to challenge you to think a little bit bigger. I want to take a step back to episode one, and the name of our podcast is the Retirement Equals Freedom Podcast. Mm -hmm. And I have always said that retirement is not the stoppage of work. Retirement is the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. When can I retire? It's a question that Josh and his team get asked day in and day out. And like most things, there's no one-size-fits-all answer. You first need to know your purpose, your goals, your dreams. Because how much money you have isn't really all that important. Instead, knowing whether or not your money in versus money out can support your retirement goals, well, now that's the metric to understand. So in today's episode, Josh and I revisit his original definition of freedom, which is the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. This is the Retirement Equals Freedom Podcast. Your host, Josh Brettel, is the owner and founder of FSR Wealth Strategies. For the last few decades, he's been helping fine folks like you thrive in their retirement. And me, I'm Dave, Josh's longtime friend, co-host, and fan of free lunches. I'm here to make sure Josh doesn't bore you out of retirement with technical jargon and endless rants. So now, let me, let you, let me end this introduction so you can enjoy the show. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of this publication and are subject to change. live from the FSR Wealth Strategies podcast studio located in the heart of Elmhurst, Illinois. You know, Dave, when I graduated high school, I'm a year after you. Yeah. Um, do you know how the the York High, what was the paper's name? Wise Tales, I think. Well, yeah, Wise Tales. It was the yearbook. I don't know. Whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, they vote most likely to do this, most likely mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. I was voted most likely to never leave Elmhurst. I know you were. You actually mentioned that last episode. Oh, did I really? You did. I did not have the best memory, apparently. No. <laughs> you were not voted the one with the best memory. Nope. Nope. Not you. Um, today is a super, super exciting day. And you know I think what? I actually I think we're not recording on a normal day. I think no. you are here because of the excitement that today is. I mean, I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say no. I mean, you did randomly text me last night. Can I come tomorrow? I I did. Let's do a cheers. Let's see. <sighs> uh, listeners, we're doing a cheers with our coffee mugs at the beginning of an episode. Can you guess why we're so excited for today? It, it you know what? Yep. Let me uh, let me start by saying you build a lot of stuff up. Yeah. That I. When I try them, don't think it always comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. This is really good. Yeah. So this is the Cometeer coffee. It's my first <laughs> drinking of the Cometeer do coffee. The, do the cheer sound effect. Oh, yeah. Where'd that go? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I really thought it was delicious. It showed up on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a cup, and Aaron in our office made a cup. Yep. And she sent me a message in her in her office messages. She goes, "This is really good." I go, "You yeah. better tell Dave, yeah, because it's ridiculous." And she did. She made a point to message to to send me a message too. And she's like, "Should I put 
should I put sugar and cream? I'm like, no, this doesn't need it. In fact, I would advise not to. It's so good. Which blend are you drinking today? Do you remember? I'm drinking the La Esperanza. La Esperanza. Yeah. Remember, I'm married to a Puerto Rican, so La Esperanza. <laughs> it's true. So what do you think of it? Uh, it's amazing. I've had too much coffee Yeah, in the last couple days. but uh, Well, you did, and again, in a previous episode, you mentioned how you should not be drinking coffee after 12 o'clock, and it is almost 1 o'clock, so watch out, brittle kids. Here comes daddy. <laughs> Uh, I'm drinking the Bell Blend, so it's got like notes of brandy and chocolate. Oh, I had that one Friday. It's a dark it's, roast. It's fantastic. Maybe the best coffee. It's that ever little had. hint of chocolate in yeah. there. Yeah, it's the pal at the end. So, commenter, thank you for being awesome. You know, you want to sponsor us someday. They will. So far, I think people think this is a coffee podcast. <laughs> so let's change the topic to what we're going <laughs> to eat today. To food <laughs> <What> we ate. <laughs> oh, if it's not one, it's the other. Um. Today was a pretty easy decision for you and I, Josh. Um, well, hold on. Let me start this yeah. by saying today's it's a Monday. Normally, Mondays for me are strict meeting days with like our team members, mm-hmm. and it's not a marketing recording podcast day. When you decided you want to come in today, it kind of threw me all off for my schedule. Sure. And you're sitting here, and I said, well, Dave, what do we want to do for lunch? And you said, well, we should do something healthy. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's going to want salads again. <laughs> uh, one of our local favorites, Kanya. Ramen, downtown Elmhurst. K-A-N hyphen Y-A. I have turned more people onto this place. It is, everything's fantastic. I mean, the ramen's good. They have the best fried rice anywhere. Um, those little sticky buns they have at the beginning are oh delicious. Oh, my gosh. But our favorite, and you and I both save it to the very end of our ramen bowl, they have a seasoned egg. I don't know if that's unique to them, but it's delicious. They, they make it to perfection. Yeah. Right. And, my brother moved out here from the city a few years ago, and you know he's kind of a hoity snooty. Like I like my downtown Chicago food. Yeah, and even he has fallen in love with the Kanye. I don't know how you can't. So Kanye, thank you. Oh man, it was so good that Dave just like inhaled the microphone there. I did, and I and Josh pointed out I do have some Kanye left over on my my new <laughs> shirt, which is tucked in, and I. Josh laughed at me for wearing a tucked in shirt because that's just not me. Did you untuck it today? Yeah. No, it's still tucked in to prove you wrong, but I can do it. I can last five hours with a tucked in shirt. You looked younger. Well, I appreciate that. No. So today's a little scary for me because, first off, we weren't planning on recording a podcast, so I didn't have an episode built out. Mm-hmm. And Dave said to me, Don't worry about it. I got today's topic. Mm-hmm. And that scares the you-know-what out of me. You sh- it should scare you. It should scare everyone. I spent some time thinking, like, how off course should I take us? Should I, like... How long have we been recording so far? Only five and a half minutes. Well, that's pretty good for us. And so bad. far, we've talked about ramen and coffee, so... Yeah, yeah we're very on point, for, according to our standards. Mm-hmm. I ended up circling back to a pretty relevant topic. Don't you worry. Once we hit, like, episode 50... I'll start introducing super random podcasts exclusive to the 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah. TV shows, music, movies. I couldn't remember what we talked about last week. How are we going to remember what we talked about in the 90s? Well, as everyone knows, I'm stuck there, so I remember <laughs> it vividly. So this topic came about, Josh, over the weekend. I was playing Nintendo Switch with my seven-year-old. It's a little gaming device. Yeah. And it got me thinking about my dream of having my own arcade in my house. 
And my version of arcade is a retro arcade machine that you could play any of our old school games on there, whether it be Teenage Turtles, Mortal Kombat, Mario, all the good games. Also to have a pool table in there, dartboard and all that. And I thought if I had that in my basement, I would work even less than I work now. I took it a step further. I said, if I had that in my basement, well, one, that means financially I'd be able to, to afford something like that. I would just stop work altogether. So <laughs> You'd be even lazier than yes, we are now? I would. I would have more time to exercise, so I'd probably be in better shape. Hey, I'm going to stop you for a second and remember your train of thought here. But yeah. did you know that in Yorktown Mall, there is a retro arcade place? Yes. We've been there pre-COVID, but I yeah. believe now it's still only rentals. I think you have to rent out the whole place, right? One of the kids' friends did that. Okay. And it was just us and another family with kids. And they just we, they had a blast. I it know. was fun. It was cool. So That's really cool. Um, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all right. You're great at picking right up after I interrupt you. Let me see if I'm just as good. I thought, all right, if I had that, ar- that arcade room... I want to stop work altogether. What would it take for me to just stop working and retire once I get my arcade room? So today's topic, friends, is how do I know if I can retire, Josh? (laughs) Pretty good though, huh? You're 42 years old and you already want to know if you can retire? Well, I've been thinking about this long, long before I turned 42. (laughs) I'm going to guess before you started back in the Brugger Bagels days, you were probably thinking, can I retire? Yeah, and and my my college graduation, which you attended, and Carla didn't, but you were there. Mm-hmm. That's because I – You love me more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about retirement already. <laughs> <laughs> so how do I know if I can retire? That's actually an yeah. outstanding question. Thank you, Josh. Now, before we start talking, I did want to introduce a new segment in our show. Really short. A new segment? A new segment. And it's just going to kind of break up our, our normal talk, okay? And it's called Get to Know Josh and Dave. Oh. There will be a jingle. Probably something like, get to know Josh and Dave. Get to know us. Oh, yeah. What do you think? No? Too jazzy? Oh, I kind of like it. You like it? Yeah. Okay. Hey, friends. It's me, Dave. And after recording this podcast, I got to writing and recording and editing. And I am going to play the new Get to Know Josh and Dave jingle. I hope you like it. Yeah. What? What? Okay. Hey, Mr. Josh, let's take a break. You've been talking for so long and my ears are sore. Let's not be a bore, because this show ain't no chore. So let's pull some cards, ask questions, do some back and forth. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ask Josh, now ask Dave. Let's get to know Josh and Dave. What? Oh, yeah, that is definitely a 90s throwback. And if you've been listening, you know I love my 90s. All right, back to the show. How are we going to get to know us? Yeah, so, Josh, I bought these really cool cards. They're called pod decks. And they're for podcasters if, like, we're... Because that's us. That's us. We're yeah. full-time podcasters. And it's just really cool, like, funny and some inappropriate and just good questions to ask people that you're interviewing if you don't know them well. You and I know each other better than we know our spouses, but... Um, I'd like to ask you a quick question, and it's a way for our listeners to get to know you better. Do I get to ask you a question later? Or you get this... to ask me the same question if you want. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. Okay, Josh, what is the most expensive thing you've ever bought that wasn't a house or a car? The most expensive thing I've ever bought that wasn't a house or a car? Let's make it materialistic, too. You know, like something that you just probably didn't need, but you spent a lot of money on. Okay, so it's not like... 
it's not like a computer or anything like no, that. No, no, right? no, no. I'm trying to think of something fun. Something, something fun. fun. Yes. This is probably too long of an answer for this. Okay. Way back when, God, this was, we were first married, so probably 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. My birthday's in March, and my wife comes to me. I don't know if we were married at this point or not, but she comes to me. She goes, we always get each other gifts, mm-hmm. but we're approaching a point where we don't want much. Like, we're pretty simple. We'd always go out to eat. What if we spent some money? I don't get you a gift, but we go out for a really nice meal. Oh. Like something like we would never be able to afford on our own. So cool. it's like, it's your birthday dinner plus your gift in one. Yeah. I was like, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And so our very first birthday meal was at Charlie Trotter's in downtown Chicago. Okay. Charlie Trotter's is like the original fancy restaurant in Chicago. Okay. If you see me, you know my favorite thing in the world is food. <laughs> And that became a tradition. Charlie Charles is great. I'm glad we got to eat there. We've eaten at some really, really cool restaurants. Probably the most expensive thing I've bought, like frivolously, mm-hmm. that wasn't like a vacation. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's probably a meal out. Yeah. I mean, we've had some mind-blowing meals that are once-in-a-lifetime experiences, which to me, you know, there's some people like to buy artwork or some people like to, you know, buy fancy cars. It's mm-hmm. not me. I'm... I like to eat. Yeah, you spend money for an experience. Yeah, I'm a huge experience person. Yeah, that's really cool. So my parents are listening to this. Um, we tried to get experiences for them for different things because they are hard to buy for too. And, yeah. Um, in Christmas of 2019, I got them each an experience pre-COVID that I've yet to fulfill. Which was? Um, I was going to take my mom to a cooking class. Oh. So mom, let's do that cooking class. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to my dad, I was going to get him a custom shirt because he's never had a custom made shirt before. Really? Have really fun to do. And oh, yeah. uh, he likes to wear nice dress shirts. Yeah. So, um, But I'm a terrible son. And three years later, still haven't done that yet. You've bought me a lot of food to make up for it. <laughs> I've had great experiences eating food with you. We've eaten together, but we haven't. I that still have that sense. tinge of guilt there. I get so. it. I get it. All right, yeah. I'll turn it back to you. What's your most expensive thing? And my answer will be much shorter. And 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 friends listening, our future answers will be much shorter than what Josh just said. I'm telling you, he loves to talk. All right, so mine is <laughs> mine is more of a theme than an actual item because I'm a very simple guy. I don't buy clothes. I buy video games, but I just I don't live a super fancy lifestyle. Action figures. <laughs> I was wondering, was it your? Uh... Sleepy Hollow action figures. Yeah. And and actually, I could actually sell that for a couple hundred bucks now. But yeah, I just like collecting. Like when I see a good movie, I'm like, let me go see if there's an action figure. And there usually is. So I've spent probably more than anybody I know on just nerdy action figure stuff. They're all in boxes. I don't even have them displayed yet. Once I finish my office, though, I'm going to put them up on a shelf. Great. But you're actually, your question leads into the topic. I'm going to steer us back to the topic here because your question of how mm-hmm. do I know if I can retire and then what's the most expensive thing you've purchased? Yeah. We're going to tie that together. Yep. If that's okay. Yeah. Um, that's why I chose that question. <laughs> no, really, though, it is. <laughs> but I want to take a step back to episode one. We're going to throw it all the way back here. And the name of our podcast is the Retirement Equals Freedom Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I have always said that retirement is not the stoppage of work. Retirement is the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And if you remember, my friend Scott Mann said that his definition of freedom was the ability to do what you wanted to do when you wanted to do it. And that was that retirement equals freedom. Mm -hmm. So your question of how do I know if I can retire, I'm going to assume you mean how can I stop working, but I'm going to challenge you to think a little bit bigger and challenge you to think – 
hey, maybe you're retired right now. You get to spend two days a week with me and this podcast audience. I mean, what could be better (laughs) than that? I nap the other three days of the week. So (laughs) I just (laughs) – The stoppage of work is is relatively abnormal from a historical perspective. I mean Mm – our life expectancies are now longer than they've ever been. But most, you know, for most of human history, we worked till we died and then we died. And that's how you retired. And we're lucky enough now that we have medical advancements and we, we have enough scientific knowledge that we can actually live longer. And this idea that you can work long enough to stop working is is kind of new. And something that we've actually seen people struggle quite a bit with is what do you do after you retire, mm. after you stop working? Because you can lose that sense of purpose really fast. Dave, even though you want to play video games every day the rest of your life, <laughs> I would say, hey, what's the, the first thing you need to know is what else you can do with your life? What else is out there? And it doesn't really matter what it is, but have that purpose. I mean, more time with Landon, mm-hmm. more time with your wife, more time traveling. You know, is there some nonprofit you want to do? Is there another job you want to do? Like mm-hmm. there's all sorts of things. So that's always I tell you the first people is know what you're going to do. Yeah, I think that's so important too. Even my mom is officially retired and she's she's like after a year, she's like, I can't, I have to go back to work. Yeah. Like, and it's only a couple of days a week. And I just think that's probably the norm. Yeah. And I think it's become more normal. I think, I mean, like every good social topic, there's a pendulum that swings mm-hmm. and I feel like the pendulum swung really far to stop working, and now mm-hmm. it's kind of swinging back to this whole this purpose-based concept, which is, which is really cool. I mean, yeah. that's what you're – you want to have some sort of purpose in this world, and retirement can give you that freedom to do that sometimes. Right, right. So that's my first one, but that's probably a cop-out answer. Mm. So I'll get to the technical part of it. Okay. A lot of it has to do with money coming in versus money going out. Yeah, the first part was more – kind of philosophical yes. thought process. We teach people how to, how to think. Yeah, very frou-frou. But money coming in versus money going out. So yeah. money going out is the hardest part to identify because you have to know what you're going to spend. So this is why your question, get to know Dave and Josh, was mm-hmm. so timely because knowing what you spend is important. Sure. And let's say you spend $6,000 a month. I don't know. Everyone spends a different dollar amount. Let's say you spend $6,000 a month. If you stop working, that money has to come from somewhere. Right. Okay. So if you're going to quote unquote retire because you have this freedom, you got to be able to replace that that six thousand dollars a month. Now, Dave, you're forty two years old. You don't have social security. No. No. Okay. Not that I know of. Um, but maybe your wife's going to keep working. Carla's a teacher. She has a great job. Does she want to keep you know working? And she could be part of that six thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to frame it back more towards the people who uh, are my clients for the most part. Right. And the $6,000 a month is not odd. It doesn't really matter. You know, some people spend fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a month. Some people spend $1,000 a month. But let's use six as an example. So if you spend $6,000 a month and Social Security covers, let's say, $4,000 a month, we have to know where we're going to get the other 2000 Okay. Right. So the first thing you have to do is know money in versus money out. Money out is what you spend. Money in is other income sources. It may be Social Security. It may be a small side job. It might be a pension, but you have to know money in versus money out. And then whatever that difference is, whatever that leftover amount is, got to be come from really your savings, some sort of savings. So we have a choice. If that if there's a big difference there, we either have to lower how much your money out is mm-hmm. or we have to spend down your savings. So that's what most people think of when they think of retirement. They think of how big of a savings pile do I need in order to make up that difference. Now, you have a very unique situation because if you go back to episode six where we talk about quote-unquote budgets, you have a Dave budget. 
Mm-hmm. Or you're still responsible for a large portion of what I spend every month. Yeah. So if I want to retire, I just yeah. cut out the Dave budget. No, it's, you don't. It's no. really simple. That's, that is not an option. <laughs> Laser tag for life. But you have this pile. And how big that pile has to be is what most people are concerned about. And so that's really the question. When people ask, how do I know if I can retire? It's, do I have enough money? And I'll get asked all the time. You know, how much do I need to retire? Do I need a million dollars? Do I need $5 million? Mm-hmm. Well, there's lots of variables that go into that. It's how much you spend, how much other income do you have? Mm-hmm. That will determine how much you need. And I see people who retire with $200,000 and they have a great, fine, comfortable retirement with no issues. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people retire with $10 million and be broke in 10 years. That's amazing. How much you have is really not the part of the equation that matters. But that's what everybody thinks that's about. That's what everyone thinks about. Everyone really thinks about that equation. You know, how do I have enough money? But the true part is really that mindset. You know, what are you going to do? Because what you're going to do does impact the money out portion. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to be a philanthropic wonder child and give hundreds of thousands of dollars away every year, you better have a big pile of money. Mm-hmm. But then it's that it's that money in versus money out. And I remember growing up as a child on Halloween, like we'd go trick-or-treating. You and I, we were never really friends with the trick-or-treating agents. We were too old for that, unfortunately. Yeah. I tried in high school, but I had the cops calling me like a handful of times, so I stopped. <laughs> so I remember there was, there was one street in town that had all the big houses on it. Okay. And I remember saying to my dad, Dad, I want to go over there and trick-or-treat there. <laughs> And he said, he goes, just because they have big houses doesn't mean that they give away big candy bars. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him like he was crazy. Yeah, like, Dad, what do you know? Uh-huh. And he goes, maybe the reason they have a big house is because they don't spend frivolous money on big candy bars. <laughs> I was like, I don't like that answer, Dad. I know, but it was kind of one of those defining moments of my life. You know, you remember certain conversations. Mm-hmm. That was one that sticks out in my head, as I'll <laughs> always remember it. I bet you Al's going to remember the conversation when you told him there's other taxes besides like, Oh, my God. We had a family party last night, and he was telling my dad. He was trying to describe sales taxes. <laughs> my dad looked at him like, you're nuts. Oh, I love it. So, you know, the tax when you buy things. Right. That's, the tax that Target has on you. So good. So it's amazing. Actually, they're learning about sales taxes now because for their birthday, they got a lot of Target gift cards. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. Missy took them shopping at Target. And in their mind, you know, I've got a $10 gift card. This $10 toy should be great. True. Well. It's eleven fifty with sales tax, whatever. And they're just mind blowing to them. Mm-hmm. It's a great question, but it's really a specific question. In fact, the first time someone comes into our office, that is the one thought that keeps going through my head all the time. What's it going to take? What's it going to take? So, as we they sit down, I'm asking questions all the time. I'm asking mm-hmm. all sorts of questions. If they want to know what I'm thinking, what I'm trying to get out of it, I'm trying to think: Do you have enough to retire? Mm, interesting. And it's different for everybody. And I know that you stop short of having people like give a budget because that just makes people itchy. It's more like you just want to know how much do you spend? That's all I care about. Not what you spend it on. What do you spend to live? Yeah. At this point in your life, you've built up, like, I'm not going to change your habits. Yeah. I just want to know what they are. Mm-hmm. And I don't really care what they are. And there's different ways we can back into it. I mean, we can look and see, hey, what is your income? You know, and we can add and subtract things to that. And that's what you spend. Mm-hmm. So cool. that's a fun question, David. Thank you very much. Josh, I actually like this impromptu uh, episode. I thank you for letting me choose the topic. 
15 more episodes you can choose yeah, the next one. I appreciate too. every 15. That's, yeah. that's a deal. Um, all right. So second half to our segment of get to know Josh and get to know Dave. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> See if you can answer this one more succinctly, please. Okay. All right. Thank you. Josh, if you personalized your car's license plate, what would the plate say? I think Illinois, we have seven letters. In oh, there. I got it. Okay. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Freedom. Freedom. Oh, wow. Cheesy. Or tax nerd. Ta- I see that. Oh, tax nerd. Tax nerd. Oh, should we see if we can get it for, just get it now for L. Oh, yeah. We'll set it aside. Yeah. What if that one's available? You can have like the option of like choosing like four or five custom plates. So you could do like T-A-X-N-R-D. Oh, man. One or five. Okay. Okay. Tax nerd freedom. I like it. Yeah. Mine is not overly creative. Uh, it would be two big legs. Two big legs. Eh, that works. Yeah, I would take out the, the E in legs. You know, yeah. something. Yeah. Because I got I have massive tree trunk legs. My you n- do. Nickname is Stumps or Mr. Big Legs or Daddy Long Legs or <laughs> whatever you want to call me. Schmitty Sticks. <laughs> Stumps of Houlihan. That's a good question. I like that one. All right. Cool. Maybe uh, if anyone has so a vanity license plate, if yeah. you will. Uh, the Retirement Equals Freedom Facebook group. We'd love to hear about that. My uncle, for the long time, has been driving around with the Shy Cub W right. license plate. Mm-hmm. So. And, and he finally, that actually finally came to fruition in 2016. I know. How about that? Hey, Josh, hit that button. Oh, man. Dave relates to retirees. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you for letting it play out this time. <laughs> yeah. So this is my first Dave relates to retirees while drinking Cometeer coffee. I'm not going to set any expectations here. It's not going to be my best. Uh, I'm going to kind of keep it in theme with today's episode, kind of impromptu and on a more lighthearted side. But I can relate to retirees going back to my initial story, Josh, of how I just want to live out my life running an arcade. So I think I want to take my dream of having an arcade in my basement and kind of expand on it a little bit. I would love to open up Dave's Retro Arcade. Where what, nah, what? You know, where people could come and enjoy all the same things I do. It would be a business, but it would also be a hobby and somewhere I could hang out because Carla gets sick of me after a few hours in the house. So that is my dream. That is retirement for me. Just chilling with my friends and my homies playing video games and then having some other people who share the same likes as me to join me. So Josh, what would it take for me to get there? Dave, that's an interesting one. Okay. And every time some you do this, I, I sit here and think, how am I going to tie this together? Yeah. But I actually think you did something quite beautiful there. <gasps> really? Yeah. Okay. The first thing I said when you asked me the question earlier, what is, how much do I have to have to retire? I brought up the retirement equals freedom. I brought up that having that purpose that's out there. And you changed the question in your head a little bit. Mm. And you incorporated what you'd really want to do, what that freedom meant mm-hmm. to you. So... How much do you need? Well, this is a fun thing. We can now look and see what income can you derive off of it. Mm-hmm. But, or is it going to be an outflow where you're going to have to spend money because all your friends aren't going to pay you because <laughs> you they bought you food for the last 40 some odd years? Who knows? But that's a fun question. Mm. And uh, that is the way a retiree should think. That's the mindset. That's the mindset. This is what I want to do. How do I do it? Help me get there. Help me get there. Jingle Good me out. question. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I think you should sing the jingle. Okay, I will. And I'm going to yeah. do something fun that I've been playing with. Okay, you, so hold, yeah. Hold, Let hold me know when you're ready. Okay. 
Dave relates to retirees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no. So I was playing with this uh, <laughs> cool little board we found over here. I thought, what oh, happened? we're going to make Dave sing this. That'll be a lot of fun. But uh, <sighs> that was good. I mean, it can't. Yeah. Now, I can do that voice without that thing. That scares me. See, I can talk like this. <laughs> Another skill, listeners. Hire me for your next voiceover. So, Dave, you promised that the first episode we're both drinking Cometeer coffee would be the best episode ever. Do you think it is? Yeah. You know why? Because I'm going to market the crap out of this episode everywhere we can to get as many downloads as possible. <laughs> so people hear all about Cometeer. <laughs> yeah. And I think I'm going to insert the full house music that I talked about at the end of your answer to my day relates to retirees. Got real personal there. Yeah, it's just so good. Dave, you've told me in the past that every episode we should ask our listeners to do one thing. Yes. Not any more, not any less, but Correct. one thing. Correct. One thing. Yeah. What's that one thing going to be today? We're starting to get a little bit more personal on the show with our whole new segment. And I, th- I like it. What do you think of the new segment? Yeah, it's kind of fun. Cool. I, I, I'll try not to expound on it too long in yeah, the future. Yeah, I appreciate that. You probably cut out 18 minutes of this podcast <laughs> if you just talk more um, precisely. But I would love for anybody listening to this to share with one person that you know that would enjoy it, whether it be someone who is struggling, you know, with the mindset change of going into retirement. Someone just wants to hear a couple of good friends have some fun on a podcast for 25, 30 minutes. Maybe someone who's been complaining about their coffee. Yeah, someone who needs new coffee in their life. Now, if you have trouble encouraging people oh, yes. know what a podcast is, I just created a video. Actually, you helped me with mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real simple how to listen to our podcast. And you can do it on the computer, on the phone, but we've made it as simple as humanly possible for people. So, Yeah, and we made a video and it's going to be on our fsrwealth.com slash podcast page. We'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, well, I'll also post it to like the FSR Wealth Facebook page. It's public. You don't have to, anybody can go to the page and view it. Yeah. Um, so it'll be accessible for you, but it will help you share it with friends who may not be as tech savvy as you are, dear listener. All right, friends, again, thanks for spending the last half hour with us. We really appreciate it. And until next episode, Josh and I will sign off with bye. Kanya. <laughs> Hashtag tax nerd.